Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast. This is episode number 55, and believe it or not, I remember that without my notes. Today is Sunday, September 11th, 2016. My name is Mike, and by my side, as always, is Elisa the Yarnista herself. How are you doing, Elisa? I'm good. I'm a little confused on by you what? knowing everything. And oh, man, that the, was too easy the, today. The, yeah. <laughs> Didn't take an hour. No. We got everything set up, and we're here, and we're ready to go. And I'm not going deaf. No, man, some high-tech equipment we're in use today. I like how I checked with you before I spent, like, what was it, seven ninety nine? Well, make sure it's going to work, and it does. It's worth a shot. It controls the volume, and that's what it said it was going to do, and it works. And it works. I think over the years, I've become a little deaf. deaf. Yeah. So my hearing, so I've got the volume turned up to a point that it's comfortable for me, and I can hear what's going on. And it makes my ears bleed. But then <laughs> Lisa has some problems. It hurt. It yeah. really, really hurt. So, let that be a lesson to you kids. If you're playing loud music and listening to loud music, you should probably wear some earplugs or something. And Pro- not, yeah. Protect your ears. Your ears are important. When you get to be as old as Mike, then. Especially, you know, when you're like 20 or whatever, you don't really care, think about it too much, and you're just banging away on the drums and you got, like, you're in a basement in a small enclosed area with, with hard cr- concrete walls. With guitars and basses and drums and everything reverberating and bouncing back at you. That sounds like the college experience I had. Kind of like, dumb. There was a band in a basement and yeah, it's not a good. Then there idea. might have been some cops, but oh, that usually happens. That too. usually happens. Yeah. Yes, that's a lesson for you kids as well. They yes, don't. What's the lesson? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think there's a lesson there really. Just don't get caught. Don't don't get caught. There, that is the lesson. Don't get caught. Have fun. But don't get caught. Make sure you don't get caught. So thank you for joining us, everybody. Today is episode number 55, like I said before. Um, as always, we do encourage you to shop local. But if you are going to do some online shopping and you're going to go to Amazon, make sure you first go to elisathearnista.com and you can click on the Amazon affiliate banner that's over on the right-hand side. And that'll take you right over to Amazon. And from there, they don't charge anything else. Your shopping experience is exactly the same as it always is. Um, But when you put stuff in your cart and check out, there's a good chance that Amazon may kick back a couple pennies of that purchase to us here at the show, which will allow us to do all kinds of good stuff, like pay for our electricity usage. And the uh, volume thing, so my ears don't bleed. Yeah, that's $7. You can help us pay for that, too. $7.99. Oh, $8. I think it was $7.99. That's why I checked. Well, if I had known it was $7.99, I thought it was just $7. Sorry. So you can go to Amazon, but you can also help us more directly if you are not in the Beaver Dam area, or I guess even if you are, you can go to FireflyFibers.com. That is the local yarn shop that Elisa and I own here in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. And you can go there and buy all kinds of cool uh, yarny things like, well, yarn, I guess is a yarny thing. Yes. Yarn is yarny. Yarn is yarny. You can buy accessories and all kinds of cool stuff over there. And as always, when you check out, make sure that you are using offer code FREESHIP for any orders over $100 or $100 or more. And just in case you're wondering um, when you're going to use that offer code FREESHIP, the way that you spell that is F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. And again, that'll get you free shipping on your entire order that's $100 or more. Fireflyfibers.com. You have anything to say about that, Elisa? Not today? No, not really. I don't think we, we don't have anything new, really. Oh, well, we will have some, there will be something new coming out in the newsletter and then I'll post it on the the website. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that that when we get to the the thing that led up to the thing. Okay. I think I know what that is, but I'm not sure. So we'll find out together. Yes. 
Well, I know what it is. Oh, they'll, you and our listeners will find out together. I already know what it is. Man, I can't wait. Should we just skip to that part right now and then? Nah. Okay, we'll, we'll go in order like we normally do. So next on, on the agenda while Rollo's choking, uh, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, if you'd like to participate in the program, you can always send us an email at podcast at elisathyarnista.com and send all those things over our way uh, by that method. Man, there's a lot of swiping and tapping going I'm looking on over there. for. Oh, I'm, I'm looking for something. You just. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just looking for something. No, nothing to worry about. All right, I'm, I get Move concerned along. when, when nothing there's, to see here. All right, I feel like I feel like I should slow down or, or no, just talk fine. about random things. All right, so Elisa, this is the part in the program where we talk about what Elisa's working on. So what we're oh, gonna do? What are we gonna do? We're gonna oh, say, no. Elisa, what are you working on? That seems kind of like the the tone we're going for in the show, doesn't it? It seems a little bit like um, what was it in SpongeBob? What was the the for the the when they went? What were they doing? The it was when they were doing. They were like sledding down hills or something. What was that? Oh, that was Pantera. Yes. Yeah. What was it for? I don't, rem- I don't remember. Yeah, and they, he kept hurting himself. Oh, that's right. So, Lisa, what are you knitting? What am I knitting? Um, I have. I actually spent today knitting. You did. I did. It's beautiful in Wisconsin today. So it is I was. Amazing. I went out on the front porch, and after the sun stopped shining directly on me, because you know both of us really aren't people that mm-hmm. love being in the sun or warm. Well, I love being in the sun. I just my skin doesn't handle it very yeah. well. <laughs> So I went out and I sat on the porch and knitted and I'm about halfway. So last week I finished my back of the Wolf River um, sweater. Cool. And as of today, I am, I had the, I got the ribbing done this week. um, And then I started working on the lace yesterday or on Monday, Friday at knitting. Um, And now I am about halfway through um, the front. Very cool. Yeah, and after that, I seam it and pick up the sleeves and knit the sleeves on and pick up the neck and work the neck, and then it's all done. That sounds like a lot yet. It's not going to be too bad. Not going to be too bad. The sleeves are just stocking out, so they'll be yeah. pretty easy. Um, but then when it's done, I get to do it all over again because I am really having so much fun doing this one. It's in the Plymouth Homestead, the new. We just got it in at the shop and love it. Um, well, you were talking about that, so maybe and this will... As a preview to something else we're going to talk about, the the Zen Yarn Garden event that we had on Friday night. But one of the things that Joan, the sales rep who was there to kind of talk about everything and introduce us, says she never does the same sweater twice. And that, to me, makes sense. Yeah. Because she always tries to find something different or something a little bit different, at least. So yeah, why just, is it that you like to do a couple sweaters sometimes with the same? Is it just you really like the pattern or the design? Well, sometimes it's because one ends up being for the shop and uh, if it's like well a lot of times i oh, so, so I, I knit samples for 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 the store all the time yeah. or sometimes i knit something and i'm like oh well it i'm not gonna wear it right away so i take it to the store sure. and then when it's at the store everybody loves it so pretty much it's gonna stay at the store as long as people keep loving it right so it doesn't make any sense for me to bring it home and you know, a lot of times I have I have a lot of knitters that say, "Well, why don't you wear the samples?" Here's a perfect example of why. Yeah. The one time I wore something, 
I spilled coffee on it. Oh, no. So then it becomes a thing where, you know, if it was mine, I would just, like, dab it off and whatever and go right. about my go about my merry way. But if it's for the store, I need to actually clean it. And if you get it, like, I've gotten sweaters snagged on things before. Yeah. So it's just, it's not worth it. It's okay, not worth so that it. Meant I, so, I'll, I'll buy that. That makes sense to me. But then, so, so yeah, if I knit something for this, if, if I knit something for the store and I'm like, oh, it was a really fun knit and I would love to wear it. And I think this is going to be here for the next like, you know, year or two. I'm just going to knit one for myself, especially the sweater. It's on side. The, the ribbing is on an eight and the body of it, the lace is really, really fun. And it's fast and it's on a size nine needle. So it's a really fast knit. Cool. So that's why with that one, otherwise there's, I have, well, there's one thing at the store right now that's been there because it's been too hot to actually wear it. My pink memories sweater that mm-hmm. I finished my Colorado one. Well, pretty soon it's cool enough. So I, I have to knit another sweater to replace that one. Cause I want to have a sweater at the sure. shop that's in the wool stock. Cause the wool stock is nice. The yeah. new blue sky yarn. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's why sometimes I knit, I don't, you know, and I wouldn't probably knit more than one of something for myself unless i really liked it and that yeah, okay that makes sense if i was knitting unless you just i mean some people find a pattern just keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over but that isn't usually the case with sweaters is it no that's usually more like shawls and stuff like that well like hats i think hats and hats and fingerless mitts are a lot of over and okay. overs like, I mean, there's some fingerless mitts I've done several times in hats and stuff like that. But yeah, I wouldn't do, I, I don't know that I'd want to keep knitting the same sweater over and over for myself. Or like socks, I can see, because those are probably going to wear out faster than a sweater or most other, most other things. I still try to pick something a little bit different for my socks. Yeah. I like, but yeah, yeah. Like it's just a plain stockinette sock, just a vanilla sock. I mean, there's, I guess mm-hmm. there's kind of, you know, like a classic raglan or if you have your... But you always, you know, as knitters, I think we want to do something a little bit different. Even if you're doing yeah. the same kind of sweater, you want to find something that might be slightly different. So, like the the pink memories sweater. That's I actually have. Um, it's by Isabel Kramer. Um, I also have another one of hers, Malin, that's at the store right now. And all of her sweaters have that same kind of. They have the same kind of fit to them. Um, but they're all just slight variations and have different, it's the differences are in the details and it makes it a little bit more fun. So, but yeah, I, I think other than like knitting something for a shop sample, I don't know that I would ever really knit the same sweater again unless I really loved it. Yeah. I think with the amount of time you spend on it, you'd have to really, really love it. I think, um, and one of my friends actually f- just finished Wolf River. Um, she's ready to knit another one for herself too. So the, I oh, think yeah. it, for some reason it's a weird, and it's it the construction on it is strange because the front and the back are identical, hmm. which is, I've it's very very bizarre. So, um, but it looks really nice, and it, the fit is great on it. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I I'm ready to knit, knit another one for myself right away. It says something about the project, I mm-hmm. suppose, that you're not your. I think it's the big needles. Yeah, and it the just lace goes, is goes fun. so fast. Yeah, and the lace is a lot of fun. So, um, so that's the one I'm working on. I haven't. I've been working on the the church mouse uh, mohair bias loop in the Anatolia. I haven't gotten very far on that one yet, but I think that one will be making an appearance somewhere else, maybe this week. But we'll see. As a project, I'll get it. Some... On a, it'll it'll make it. I think it it it, it might be something somewhere. <laughs> what does that even mean? It, it may be a it, it may be the next uh, handmade along. Oh, okay. It might no, be. I'm with you. Yeah. 
Because I, yeah, we'll see. I have to get get blogging tomorrow, so. Cool. Yeah. What else am I doing? Um, oh, I cast on a new pair of socks, and because, you know, I've cast off so many projects, um, a new pair of socks in the um, the new Julie Aslan yarn, the sock yarn, oh, that yeah. we don't have a name for it yeah. yet. Um, but it's really fun. I'm, I'm doing a toe up and I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with them. I'm just getting them, knitting them to my foot size right now. So, okay. um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do as far as a pattern on them or if I'm going to do a pattern or what kind of heel or anything. Yeah, I don't really have a plan. I'm just going to kind of play this one by ear. Okay. But that yarn is now available to the world, right? Because I know you were saving it for yep. a week or so for the sock club, but now anybody can get it. Yep. I don't have it listed on the website yet. Okay. Um, but it is it is available at the shop, so if anybody's wanting any, just you can send me a message and I can let you know we have nine colors in stock. Um, yeah, so it's eighty superwash merino, twenty nylon, and it's five hundred yards for twenty four dollars. Very cool. And the colors are really pretty. The sock club knitters have really been liking it, and it's 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 fun to see what colors they pick. So um, what else? Oh, my climb socks. Um, my the ones that I've been doing forever, I think. And uh, the spun right around sport weight, probably since, did I cast those on in January or February? Which ones? The the climbs, the spat, splattery ones. They're pretty far down on the list, so I'm guessing yeah. they've, they've been on the needles for a while. They've been on here for a while. Well, the yarn came in, the yarn was for the, the sock of the month in January. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So I'm thinking I may have, <laughs> been... you know, because January comes and you're like, oh, I'm going to knit everything. This year is going to be so different. Yeah. And then it's really not. Yeah. So, um, but I'm actually, I had to finish the tubular bind off because I did a tubular bind off on the cuff on them. Um, so I finished the tubular bind off on the second one today. And I'm doing those with, um, Jane actually has a, like an addendum to her original pattern where to do an afterthought heel with it so Mm -hmm. it's they're super fun to knit because you just knit a tube sock and insert the waist yarn where you want the afterthought heel and then just keep going so i'm doing i have i'm doing working on the decreases on one of the heels the thing i like about her afterthought heels is she has high arches so jane actually knits a few rounds in stockinette before she starts the heel decreases Hmm. So it gives a little bit more space in okay. the heel for the for the arch because I know some for some people like a um, like a, a regular afterthought heel can be a little bit snug across the instep for them. So hmm. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I just never adding, would have considered that. Yeah, and just doing a few more rounds. So we'll see how they fit. I haven't. Um, I have probably about twelve or thirteen rounds left on them. That's well, not too bad. No, no. So, but yeah, that's really what i'm knitting i don't think i have anything else really I brought my stuff up with me but i don't think i have anything else in there that's not on here i've been pretty focused on that sweater and the mohair yeah. and for the last week so that's what you spent today working on right the the sweater and the sweater yep and then yeah. i worked on the then i started working on the heel of the socks for a little bit because yeah i'm at the point where it's just a matter of weaving in ends and finishing up the heels so okay. that'll be fun i'll post pictures when i'm done all right so let's talk about, uh, you mentioned it before, so let's talk about the, the Zen Yarn Garden event. Do you want to talk about, I mean, we can talk about the event, but do you want to talk about uh, maybe the yarn first or um, so people well, know what we're talking about or why it's a thing? Zen Yarn Garden is a, the, they're a small indie dyeing company out of Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Neville? Yes. Neville yes. is a chemist. Um, yes. 
and um, this this was this, so so we had we had an event and on Friday night for this and the, the sales this is this is the story that our sales rep Joan told. So the what was it? She the I don't I can't remember what her name is, but she had. Um, so she she was she was dying she was dying yarn and selling it on Etsy and um, she got sick and mm-hmm. was trying to explain to her husband like what over the phone because, or something like how to diet because, because she couldn't diet so I think yeah. I think she was there she was just sick and couldn't do it I okay. don't know yeah and then yeah she's like well put in you know. about a teaspoon and he's like what do you mean about a teaspoon he's a chemist i mean he there are things it's exact right not like about a teaspoon yeah make sure the water's hot he's like well what do you mean what is hot how How hot hot?" yeah so after they what she said after they got through that he's like okay this is never going to happen again yeah so he kind of took over that part of it and um so Neville does all of the dyeing now from or he's in charge of all of the dyeing and picks out the colors and so what I thought was really cool is I didn't realize, like, because I, I know they have solids and I I don't know, this is, I, I would assume this is because of his, you know, understanding of chemistry and just, I mean, and he has an amazing eye for color too. But he, so they have like, what is it, 16 colors, I think, 16 base colors. Okay. And so they're, they're solid colors and they start with these each, each season and then he takes those 16 colors and mixes them up into 16 like combinations. Oh, so okay. that's where the the so she showed us a ring of the 16 solids mm-hmm. and then a ring of the 16 combinations and it was really interesting to see how the colors how they kind of played with each other when they were mixed. Yeah. Because they were some of them because it, it it says well this is this one and this one. And the one she, that she showed, it had like a like a peach or an orange color or something yep. like that. And then when she looked at the, the mixture, it's like I don't see any. I think it was a peach that was, was blended with wasn't it a blue or something, so yeah. it kind of turned it into like kind like of a, a dusty kind of gray, like a grayish or, color. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really, it's really interesting. Yeah, it was really cool. So they have and most of the and so they're they're mostly known for their like luxury yarns with um that their base yarns have cashmere in them. So their entire like Serenity line has cashmere. There yeah, might be Serenity. so it's it's all it's all superwash merino and cashmere. And then if there's something else in there, it's either silk or nylon. Um, so we had um, they have uh, some new that that aren't that don't have cashmere, and so they're a little bit more like budget friendly or not as cashmere priced. Sure, um, but it's the same dyeing, the same coloring. Um, but yeah, they're. Yeah, so that's that's Zen. So my my sales rep, so she does. We we don't we haven't sold Zen at the store, but she does. So one of my one of my yarn shop friends at Elgin Network said, "Oh well, hey, she did a trunk show for us, yeah. and she brought a bunch of yarn." And I'm like, "What?" So I asked her, and so we've had it scheduled for a few months, and she came in on Friday night, and she brought 692 skeins ah. of yarn. That's a lot of yarn. It was a lot of yarn. There was yarn all over the store. Every, pretty much every table and surface area. And you actually, we brought in a, a separate like tailgating table with a yep. tablecloth on it, and we brought in extra table space. Everything was covered in this this Zen garden, Zen yarn garden yarn. Really cool. 
Yeah, it was fun. I, I, I knew it was going to be a lot of yarn, but I wasn't, I'm like, oh, I don't know how much it's going to actually be. And you're thinking about like, because I'm used to yarn showing up in boxes and then I right. shove it into cubes, but it has to be like, you know, like out on, like all of it needed to be like out on display and like organized. So I was busy all week making signs yeah. and trying to get stuff figured out. But she sends me, she sent me an invoice before so I can like enter everything and I know like what she brought. And then when she gets there, we count everything together. And then yeah. when she leaves, we counted everything together. Um, but when I got the invoice, I was actually, I was laying in bed getting ready to go to sleep and I saw the email come through and I'm like, oh, I'm going to look at this. And I open up the PDF and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. 692 skeins of yarn. I'm like, oh, well, I hope that nobody, like, it, yeah, it was a lot of yarn. Yeah. Well, it's an event. It's got to be yeah. big. Yeah. Especially the kickoff for something brand new in the store. It's huge. Yeah. So it was really cool. So we had nine base yarns. Um, one was one of the new um, non-cashmere lines. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We started at 530, went to 730. Yep. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And we had all, like snacks and uh, beverages and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we did t- we did like pre-sales for the tickets, so yep. it was $15 to come, but then you got a f- you got $15 off your purchase plus yep. 10% off of all the Zen stuff. So it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and you can't beat that. And, well, made- and then we had snacks, we had margaritas, and I made homemade guacamole. A lot of guacamole. A lot. Yeah. And Rollo's barking at somebody probably out one of the windows for no some random reason he may just be standing in the middle of the bedroom just barking too yeah that yeah he does um, that from time to time but yeah so yeah. we made some uh runs to costco and i of course got into uh what do you like uh, a beard beard hippie line not hippie ah completely hipster hippie hipster beard hipsters line and of course he had to talk to me about my beard he's like oh you're growing your beard out like, yeah, I guess You're so. You're like, no, I just haven't shaved. Kind of. And he's like, so how long have you, how, what's, how long have you had your beard? And I'm like, well, not as long as yours. Cause this is, I mean, he's like got the traditional hipster beard with the, the hair and everything like that. And so we we're talking, he's like, yeah. talk to me about my beard. And like, he's got, he's like, yeah, you got a nice like salt and pepper thing going on there. Like, gee, thanks. You know, every time I grow it out now, it's more salt than pepper. It seems like, and there's more salt than there was the last time. He's like, oh, I can't wait till that happens to me. I'm like, just give it some time. Well, if you, you live were, long enough, you'll get there. You were leaving the other morning, and you used to, like, every once in a yeah. while, on Sundays, you would go in the bathroom and shave your face all kind of funky and come out, and there was, like, a progression. There was kind yeah. of, like, a creepy guy sometimes, and to, like... Creepy guy. There was, some, there was some strange stuff going on. But you were saying goodbye to me one morning, and I'm looking, and I'm like, did you shave? And then I'm like, oh... No, it's that's just, just the part that I can't see. Yeah, it looks like, and, and I had a lot of comments on that at, at work too, because it's like the sides are, are the sides white are, now. Yeah, they but are. Like the, like the goatee area, the mustache and chin are, are still dark. So it's I don't it's know almost reddish. Now well, there's some red in there, but I don't know how that happens. But so yeah, he he, I'm he like, thought it was pretty cool. Man, I've been growing a beard since before you were born. Mm-hmm. Except he probably was, probably not quite, but close enough. I'm like. To, uh, but he was cool. He was he was good. So yeah, we had uh, it was, yeah five thirty to seven thirty. I got to use I... my new melamine bowl. Speaking of Costco, I got oh, to use man. my new melamine bowl. I was so excited to get. I wanted. There are those things that you want as an adult. You want to be like, oh, I have like these nice bowls that I can put stuff in and take sure. places and and entertain and entertain. And all of our dishes here at home are like they're all fiesta wear so a lot, a lot of our of serving fiesta. bowls are and it's vintage fiesta so and the floor at the store is concrete so we're not taking the fiesta yeah. to the store <laughs> well it's not even it's like it's marble 
No, it's kind of, it's it? just concrete oh, okay. with, with like stones, like polished stones that stuff on the top or whatever. It's hard. It's it's yeah. That's why I haven't balanced the otter box on the my fiesta phone. Fiesta will break. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was excited to get these melamine bowls and they have it's a set of four. And I was so excited when I was at Costco. I'm like, I'm just gonna splurge and get them. Because they were so it's a set of four. They're like fun, bright colors like I like. And then they have um they have um plastic lids that go on them. Sure. Well, so, they're like silicone or something. Yeah, aren't they? so you can take them. You can take them traveling with you. So now we have some decent looking things to take with us when we go to family events. Sure. Even though it sounds like everybody's going to come here now, but well, we kind of we're kind of in the middle. Ended up being yeah, kind of a, a midway point between my mom and my dad and my sister. So if there's events that are our group, then yeah, they just kind of meet in the middle. That's okay. Now we're the adults. I don't know about that. We're in the middle. That's about it. <laughs> So I got to use my melamine bowl, so that was pretty exciting. But yeah, the it was a lot of fun. It was, and that, speaking of like, like I was saying earlier, like the picking of different colors, and like mm-hmm. it was so much fun to see. Like you could see like the people, and I know I know all of the knitters that came. Of course, yeah. But I, I could see them walking around, and I could, I kind of had an idea of what they would pick out, and. Yeah, it was it was really cool to see like the different colors that everybody was picking out and the different yarns and the different projects that they gravitated toward mm-hmm. and yeah, so she had a she had a sample for um the uh the boxy sweater by Hohi Locatelli and it was really fun because this is a sweater that like a lot of people have been like, Oh no, no, I could never wear it or oh that wouldn't look good on me. You have to be this shape or yeah. whatever. And there were four of us that tried it on and it was a size, I think the size that she said she did was the 37, which ends up, it's still like 68 inches in circumference because it's just way oversized. It's very boxy. And it looks, it looked really good on everybody. Yeah. And it's so, it, it's, it's such a weird sweater um, because it's basically two squares of stockinette, oversized yeah. squares. Hence the name boxy. With like these like teeny tiny little sleeves off the sides. Yeah. And a wide neck. And it. It looked really good on everybody. So three of the gals got, three of the knitters got um, yarn for that. And I was going to get yarn for it, but I couldn't find three skeins that went together. So yeah. I'm going to, I'll, I'll order some and I'll knit along with them because they want to do a knit along, which knitting squares that big in stock and at may require the support of others. Yeah. So it's a long-term project but or yeah. is a, a brainless, boring project. Yeah. That was really fun to have somebody yeah. else there. And this is like having her there to to talk about yarn and that she knows about everything. And she's telling people, try it on, touch it. It's okay. Yeah. yeah and she was really cool. Cause you could tell she's, I mean, she knows the stuff, but yeah. she's got a passion for it. Like she's super ener- energetic and yeah. like encouraging and happy. And she like, afterwards we were cleaning things up after everybody had left and she was commenting on how neat it was to watch. Like everybody was kind of helping each other pick out colors and yeah. talking about projects and all that kind of stuff. So it was very cool. She's really into it. And for her, I mean, she was coming from Chicago area. So she left at what eight eight thirty something like yeah. that, and but you know by the time she gets home, it's going to be probably eleven o'clock. Well, I kept telling her thank you. I mean, yeah, I mean she, you know, of course makes money because sure. she sells yarn, but I mean it's it's a lot of work for her to oh, yeah. to. I mean, she has to pack all this yarn in the car. She said she had her son counting with her the yeah. night before, like double and triple checking everything, um, and then yeah, so she drives up. And well, we had a rep meeting before that, so we. Sure. I had a I had a Friday full of yarn. It was it was a lot. It was really cool. I talked to her about some day. new stuff, and yeah, she said. And she says too that you know, she doesn't sell. She she sells what she likes. Yeah. So that 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 makes it 
easier. Well, I sell what I like too. Right. I well, like you can't... everything I have at the store. I can't sell something that I don't like. Yeah, There's... something you don't like, something you don't believe in, or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a lot of people. Well, why don't you have this? And I'm like, well, I've tried it, and I just I really wasn't fond of it, and mm-hmm. I can't I can't make it sound like a good thing if right. I don't like it or feel good selling it to somebody yeah. when you don't. You know, yeah, you kind of feel. Yeah grimy and gross afterward well and joan and i were talking about that too that you know that like you're selling insurance or something did she says you know because she said that she had she had thought at one point or some one of her friends was like oh we should open up a yarn store and she's like yeah but retail's hard mm-hmm. and, I said, it, and, and it, i feel like it's a yarn shop is a different kind of retail it is but it's still retail and she said too she's like yeah it's like kind of like retail slash bartender sure and it is <laughs> so but it's a, it's a lot of fun and i yeah I like what I do, and I like what I I like what we have at the store. Mm-hmm. Well, and you you snagged some of the Zen Yarn Garden. I did uh, before she left. You grabbed some for yourself and for the store. So if you were yes. not able to make it to the event on Friday night, and you're in the Beaver Dam area, come on in. I grabbed two. Um, so I have several skeins of three of the bases. I got um, some Serenity, Serenity Twenty, which is um, merino, cashmere, nylon for socks. Mm-hmm. And then I got some of the glitter sock, which was Pretty really fancy. popular. Yeah. Um, so that one is um, that one's also a sock yarn. So the it's well again merino cashmere, and then the um, the sparkly nylon. And then I got some of the DK because there were actually, there were a couple really cool um, just one skein projects that she had, and that's a nice thing. She had really great samples for everything too, mm-hmm. and one skein projects, which is great going into the holidays. Yeah, those seem to be the, the big winners of the night, so that's what you held on to because it seemed to be the most popular. I got what I liked. And that too. <laughs> there, there, there were some that I wasn't sure if I wanted for myself, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to grab it, and yeah. if I don't like it, then somebody else somebody will. Somebody else will. Yep. It's all, like, yeah, fun, different colors. Yep. So, yeah, it was a really fun night. And I kept getting, I got a lot of feedback from, like, on Saturday from the knitters that attended. They had a lot of fun. Good. Someone even said they want to be um, they want to be our sales rep when she grows up. Yeah. Yep. No, she's super cool. She's yeah. just really nice. And like I said, she had a lot of energy. And that might have been the caffeine. She said that she's very sensitive to caffeine. So she, she has... drank a whole entire Coke. Yeah. It probably got her home. Yeah. At 95 miles an hour. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I thought. So I was... did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I always have fun at those events that we do. Whether it's that stuff or vending somewhere at the Madison Knitters Guild or whatever, it's a good time. It's always a good time. And you brought ice, just like Luke brought from Lorelei. Exactly. Had to bring more ice, which we didn't actually end up using, but that's okay. No, I was nervous that we were going to run out, though. You never know. You know, it's better to have too much ice than not Mm -hmm. enough, and it's cheap, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I was going to miss a Friday night webinar, but there wasn't one. I thought there was something on Friday night. So last week, I did a whole series of webinars with Tuesday... Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all voiceover stuff. It was yep. a free thing because I think I mentioned a while back a friend of a, a friend of mine and I went to a kind of a quick two hour class on voiceover type stuff. And of course, then they try to sell you something at the end of it. And so this was kind of a, a thing on their part that they did some webinars and like the first one was around uh, voice like technique and different things like that. And there's one around marketing which was the one on Wednesday night, and I was just dead bored. So me and my friend, we were both on the webinars, and we had our phones, so we're texting back and forth, commenting about stuff, and talking about how, like, worthless it was. It was not great. That's not very nice. 
There was a, a couple of good things that were on. The were you Tuesday judging night a little harshly, perhaps? No, I okay. mean, like, so the Tuesday night one was like, if you didn't know anything about anything, acting or radio or any of that kind of stuff, it, it might have been okay. But for anybody that's done any of that kind of stuff in the past, it was there wasn't anything really new in there or useful. But Wednesday was about marketing. Like, how do you market yourself and where do you go to find work and who do you reach out to and how do you do that whole thing? And for the first half hour, I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. This is dumb. I know all this stuff. Apparently, the second half hour, there's some good information there. What? But. Apparently. What do you mean apparently, by apparently? I'll have to go back and listen to the replay on that one because. Why didn't you, Why do you have to listen to the replay? 37 minutes into the program, our power was, went out. Which was incredible. It was something. I don't know how incredible it was. But I it got was, home. Yeah, you were cooking at the time. <laughs> so I had like three late nights this week. Yeah. What was Wednesday? That was Wednesday. It was Wednesday when we had all the, the rain and storming all day long. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. I was thinking it was Thursday for some reason. No. Nope. Yeah, it was Wednesday. So yeah, I, I get home late on Wednesdays and sometimes I don't feel like eating and I actually, I felt like eating. I wasn't feeling well all week and then Thursday, Wednesday night, I'm like, you know, I'm going to get home and I'm going to make some fake chicken finger. Sure. Chicken, oh, yeah, is that what fake, you were doing? That's what I was doing. I took some some uh, chicken tenderloins from uh, the Costco chicken again, because okay. apparently we live on Costco. <laughs> apparently. But we get the, the $5 rotisserie chicken and then i break it down and the tenderloins i took them and threw them in a bag with some gluten-free flour and i was so proud of myself and some seasonings and shook it up and then i was frying it in a pan and to make like fake chicken fingers i made some ranch dressing and then i threw fries in the oven and then the power like goes out and i'm just like and we have an electric stove no (laughs) it's not a gas stove and then it came back on like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then it went back off and I heard it flashed them. for like a second. And then I'm like, oh, OK, good. So it's still there. And then so my laptop, obviously, I, I work with a dual monitor setup. I have my laptop screen and then I have a separate separate second monitor. And so everything goes out except for my laptop, which, of course, has a battery in it. So I was confused for like two seconds before my brain realized what happened, because I'm like, so it's dark, but I still have a computer. But then everything, and then there was like the the uh, the webinar had kind of buffered a little bit, so which is exactly if... where I was because I was down in the kitchen because I've been binging for the second time on The Good Wife yeah. on Amazon, so it had buffered a little bit and the power went off before my because I was watching on my iPad and I had my headphones on, so my iPad kept going but it was dark. Yeah. So I'm like, what's going on? And then it stopped. So yeah, then we lost for a couple hours, and you... it was three hours. No, it was about eight thirty to about quarter after ten, ten thirty. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. so it was it was earlier than they said. Yeah, and looking out, like going out and looking outside and walk, watching people walk around or like looking in people's houses. So I don't think people have candles anymore because there's there's no candles used in a power outage. It's all phones, cell phones, and all the the well, everybody's a flashlight on their cell phone. And that's what I was using. I was digging out my battery packs, and I thought I yeah. thought that my my extra one, like my big one, was at the store because I that night I left the store, and I'm just like, all right, I'm leaving this knitting bag here. Yeah. I can't deal with it. I'm not going to have any time. I'm going to make some food, and I'm going to go to bed and sleep. And so I thought I'd left this. I actually found it the next morning. So. Yeah. But yeah, I'm plugging in my like alternate my battery pack so that my phone didn't die because yeah. who knows when it's going to turn back on. Yeah. Well, and luckily I had my little battery bag up in the drawer that was fully charged. I was pretty proud of myself and pretty happy with myself because usually I'll use that thing just like sitting on the couch because I don't have a cord long enough to reach the wall. 
And so then I'll just I'll use it up and it'll it'll be dead and I'll throw it back in the drawer and not charge it. <laughs> Fortunately, this time I had it charged up and ready to go and I was able to get some extra juice out of it. Yeah, I used mine for my well, so I had to switch from the good wife over to uh so I ate my I ate my hat my three quarter cooked French fries. Then I my ate the chicken rest of them was later. done, but I ate it by um, light of iPhone flashlight and yeah. um, northern exposure on my sure. on my iPad. And that's a great thing now because you can have that stuff right on your device. You don't have to try to use a DVD or yeah. a TV at all. It's right there. Yeah, so that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was. Yeah, I didn't think the storms were that bad, but I was wrong. Yeah, I don't know if this was a storm thing. That's the only thing I could think it was. A transformer went out somewhere. Well, and it was weird because it, it looked like it was so spotty over our neighborhood. It didn't look like it was well, one side of the block or the other. It was like, it looked like random houses. It was like a section, which was a dumb thing because like our neighbors, not across the street, but like next door to right across the yeah. street, their power was on. The house like directly behind us, their power was on. So that's not fair. Yeah. As I'm laying in bed, like, you know, sweating because it was hot out and the dogs yeah. are panting. I am laying there, you know, thinking we have no power. And then the neighbors behind us have a dog that goes out like a gajillion times during the middle of right. during the night. And their light is going on as they're letting the dog out. And I'm just like, not fair. Yeah. I'm hot and my dogs are hot and we have no power and you do. Yes. I don't know how the, the, what the electrical grid looks like in Beaver Dam, but it's weird. Weird. <laughs> but yeah, so that was Wednesday night, Thursday. What the heck was Thursday. I had class. You had another. Yeah. The thir- another oh, webinar? Thursday. Oh, thir- oh, Thursday was the worst one of them all. Thursday was about something like making the script yours or making it yours or something like that. And and like this again, if you don't know anything, it might have been OK. But even then, I don't. It was basically just one lady was like an actress. She has been doing it for a while. And the other was one of the coaches that they have through this thing. And they were just like working on a script back and forth, which I think could have been interesting. But the girl who was like reading everything, she was sick. And so she sounded horrible. And every time she'd read, it wasn't exactly what she wanted it to be because she was sick. And the whole thing was just, it was a waste of, well, it was an hour for me. My other, my friend who was on there with me, he left after like 45 minutes. <laughs> and by the end I was sitting there just, I was, I had I've a Nintendo a, a NES emulator on my computer. So I was playing Nintendo games by the end. <laughs> so so how many boring. People, can you see how many people were like logged in? I don't know. It didn't say how many people were there, but they said they had people uh, from there's like somebody in England and like all over the place. There's a lot. There's quite a few, I guess. There were people asking questions and participating and like, stuff like that. Like, why does it suck so bad? No, I think people were more polite than that, fortunately. But man, it was not not worth it was free. So I can't say it was it wasn't worth the money because it was definitely worth the money. But you skipped the gym. Yeah, that's true. You skipped true. the gym and you came home, so... I didn't go to the gym all week because of that, because I wanted to... It's, yeah. I mean, it was free, so I was going to take advantage of it. And the whole thing, like, all week, they're leading Sucker. up to... Yeah, apparently. <laughs> they're leading up to this thing. It's like, oh, man, we're going to have this super great, super special surprise for you on Friday. Because, of course, throughout the whole thing, they're, they're like, sliding in their sales pitch every once in a while and talking about... Oh, so this was, like, this was, like, a three-and-a-half-day... Um, Timeshare. Good time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes and no. I mean, there was some good information in there, but yeah, overall it was kind of like stay, hey, hang out and wait for Friday because we got a super special thing for you. And they're pretty slick about sliding in the sales pitch and talking about how much you need coaching and how much value there is in having a coach. And there probably is, but man, it is not cheap. So Friday they sent the email finally with all of the information for what the special bonus offer is. And their normal program is, uh, where is it? 
$4,495. And that's like their normal coaching. That's what you get with the, they help, they get you studio time to put together your demo and do all that kind of stuff. And so this one, they added in some things like, hey, we're going to throw in some uh, phone coaching. We're going to give you a, a complete home studio package, which looking at the price of this home studio package, I think, not I think, I'm, I know, I got all of our stuff for less than what they're giving in that studio package. And I'm pretty confident that our stuff is a much higher quality than what they're giving away You're for free You're a good here. shopper, though. That's true. I know what I'm looking for, and I, I know to wait for a good deal, and that's exactly what I and did. And you're patient. You're yeah, you're patient because yeah. you you like a good deal. Well, and the stuff's expensive. I wasn't going to pay. I wouldn't have paid full price for the stuff that we have, but getting a good deal, I'm not going to pass that up. But then they got that and some teleconferences and various stuff in there. And after all is said and done, it's the exact same price as what it was before. It's forty five hundred dollars. It was actually more than it was before, wasn't it? It was forty three eighty three ninety three. No, that's what you get for free. That's the special bonus offer after going through all of these things. So we're sitting here before we start the podcast, and Mike has his. You you have your windows like layered, and you have your stuff open, and I'm like, oh, what in the world is this thing on here that you have up that has a price tag in like orange? You want to make sure for you see it. Forty four ninety five, and I'm just like, and that's not forty four dollars and ninety five cents. What are you 4, looking at here? Four hundred ninety five dollars. Yeah. So you're but not going to do that. I am probably not going to do that. So would you have a conversation with me about that when I had, you know, because I had the conversation with you about the seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Probably. Okay. That, yeah, I, I might consult might you before to, going okay. through with that one. Wow. Well, but and, you, you, it, it was $9,873.93. It would have been. If you buy all of these things separately, it would cost you $9,873.93. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And, I mean, granted, like, acting, like, if you get acting lessons from, like, somebody who knows what they're doing and this kind of stuff, it's not cheap. So that's probably, I mean, considering... But this is also what you went to school for. So if this is something yeah. that somebody doesn't, like... If they know nothing. Yeah, if you're walking off the street and you've never done it before, there's there's probably value there. But And, and I can definitely see the value in a coach, but not 4500 I mean, you have to work a lot of jobs to pay for $4,500 in coaching. So the the 9800 no? I definitely won't be doing okay. that one. Okay, good. That's, that's like crazy. your car. Well, no, that's not your car. Your car was more than that. But that's a car. Yeah, that's a good. That's a, that's a decent car. That's a nice used car for ten thousand dollars. That was your last used car. But, and just like a car, there's no credit check. In-house monthly investment options are available upon request, so they will help you finance. Awesome. Yeah. I think that was one of the things I talked about when I talked to the guy on the phone, who's a super nice guy. But like you know, even like what do you say, like a hundred dollars a month or something like that, or two hundred dollars a month, like that's manageable. But then I'm thinking, man, that's still. That's like $200 a month is like a car payment. For like four years. Yeah. (laughs) Again, they they make it enticing. I I don't think, you know, I don't think it's a horrible idea. If you've got an extra $4,500 laying around. And you don't know what you're doing. And you don't know what you're doing. Because you may have been bored. I'm just trying to, trying to, you know, help out here. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, you may have been bored because you know what you're doing because you've already paid for some of this. Yeah, that's true. I, I know how a lot of it works but yeah so i can think of a lot better things to spend forty five hundred dollars on even now so where are we going now elisa what do we got left 
Should we talk about, hey, you want to, you want to talk about um, breakfast that you made this morning? I made breakfast. So Elisa made breakfast, and this is what we talk about. We talk about things in the kitchen, Elisa. Because that's what I say when Elisa's cooking. I say... All right, so this morning, Elisa, you want to talk about, the, what is it, crispy fried eggs? Is that what it's called? Okay, anybody that knows me or has seen me can, or even if you haven't, just imagine, like, the biggest eye roll ever. No, no, that's fun. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying that I, <laughs> I don't enjoy it. I'm just saying that, yeah, it's a big eye roll with that. Um. So, um. yeah, so I am a big fan of Michelle Tam from Nom Nom Paleo. I, I may get myself a mini Michelle at some point because I really a want what? A, oh. what is that? It's a little action figure. It's her and it has She has her own action figure? She has her own action figure. It's got her and her little pigtails and it has her in her apron and it comes out like it has like little pieces it has there's like a spatula and a frying pan and it has that is like really little, weird it is super cool a friend of hers designed it and huh. they are for sale and i think i would really like one so i might get one at some point but because of yeah the, she's but i so her her cookbook is great but i love her she's been posting more um recipes on her blog lately cool and um i get a lot of my instant pot recipes from her okay the i love yeah they're all really good so she's been doing more um videos she used to do a lot of periscope and i don't know if she's been doing as much lately because what facebook live it seems like in general periscope is kind of dying off yeah it it was real hot for a month or two and then kind of like pokemon go it was hot for a month and then it just kind of disappeared and even a couple of people and maybe it's because i i changed over my phones i don't think i have the notifications set up on my phones but even like the people that when i first started were on there all the time i haven't seen any of them doing anything lately yeah i haven't seen like the i have several people i get notifications for and i think i get notifications now just for pretty much one person yeah yeah it's too bad so um but facebook live seems to be like a thing because it keeps the videos on the facebook page right so it stores it there in the feed which is kind of nice because it keeps everything condensed in one place yeah um but she's been doing some so she she'll post a picture of you know this and she's like well watch the video over here and um so this is one that came up for me the other morning and yeah my the picture of mine does not look as pretty as hers um Mine. Well, she probably had a whole professional lighting set up and... I don't know. Well, oh, probably. Yes, she did. Okay. Isn't a book, right? No, it's oh. just on her blog. It's just oh. a recipe on her blog. Well, but she's also a recipe cooker person, right? Yeah. So, yeah, she's got a whole lighting rig and professional XLR camera and all that kind of stuff. So, you can't compare your iPhone picture taken on her yellow counter with an LED I don't know though because I Daniel Walker from Against All Grain she most of her she said most of her photo pictures that she posts especially on Instagram are done with her iPhone but they still probably have lighting and stuff that makes a big difference the lighting yeah Yeah. well she said natural light but you know there are times when you know yeah I can't I can't like schedule my cooking around when I have like a good natural light you eat once a day then like when the light is perfect is when you would you wouldn't eat in the morning or the afternoon just like That'd one be meal so at night. So stressful or... to have to cook at a certain time. But yeah, they probably well, that's your they job. Might I mean, that's it. what. Yeah. So, but yeah. So um. Anyway, so they're called um. What I made for breakfast. I saw it pop up on and I I like eggs. 
I'm not a big fan. Like, you love eggs. I eat a lot of eggs. But um, I like eggs. Um, I really like yolks. Sure. I'm a big fan of runny yolks. Um, I'm not a big fan of whites. I don't know if it's the, the, the texture of them, just the rubbery texture, just kind yeah. of... Yeah. I, I don't mind boil, hard-boiled eggs, but... Yeah, the the I'm not. A, I usually end up leaving the whites behind. Um, but I saw this picture. Um, I saw a picture of the. It's called the Sunny Side Salad. I saw it on Instagram, and I'm like, okay, I gotta figure what this is all about because it looks pretty good. So it's a it's a salad that has um, two um, sunny side up eggs on it, and you can see like all around the outside, it's obviously crispy. Yeah. And so I read into the recipe and, well, she kind of had me when she said, uh, she says, uh, the right way to, to make eggs is however you want to eat them, no matter what Gordon Ramsay thinks. Mm, hope he doesn't read that book. I hope. Well, it's just a blog post. It's not a oh, book. It's well. just a blog post. So I, um, I was determined to make them for breakfast this morning and they were really good. Yeah. So you... The recipe will you I'll send you, we'll post the link to the recipe. Okay. Um, so it's you use um, some salad mix, um, a carrot. You kind of just peel the carrot with a with a vegetable peeler just mm-hmm. to get some nice shreds in there, um, and then heat a pan up. I and I was scared. I told you I was scared because yeah. we don't. I, I really want a cast iron skillet, but I don't have one yet. So we used um, a was it a it was an all clad, right? Yeah, it's an all clad that um, my cousin Aubrey gave yeah. us um, when we first moved into the house. Um, it's just a little small skillet, so I use that. Um, but you have to put a heaping tablespoon of ghee in there and like heat it over, and it says high heat. And ghee is good for cooking over high heat, but it's really scary cooking oil over high heat and then pouring something in there. Like eggs? Like eggs. Something that's going to spit at you so um but yeah and then two eggs and then you just cover it garnish it with some sea salt and some pepper and then um the part that really got me that i liked is that you break into the egg because you the ro- the yolks still turn out runny um but you kind of you sprinkle some balsamic vinegar over it so you have like instant dressing with it you have some salt and pepper on top of it and then the vinegar and then the the yolk the runny yolk is the that nice fat for everything so yeah it's good i thought it was really good it was really good. Yeah. So um, I think I'll definitely, I would, well, I added avocados and. Of course. We had some leftover bacon, which was odd, but we crumbled some leftover bacon on top of it and mm-hmm. had some avocados. It was really good. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Okay. I just said I did. It was, it was delicious. Good. Yeah, it was really good. All and right. I ate all my whites. You're I don't right. usually eat all my whites. Yeah. So let's move it on into some Canadian canoes. I don't have any music for Canadian canoes. I don't know how I did this. Is I'm having trouble finding good music for this one. But maybe I, next week I'll have something. It's very near and dear to your heart. So you're you're looking for the perfect I just need the, the exact, just the right one. That's right. All right. So let's, uh, man, I gotta, I'm, I'm behind here. I need to get my stuff all set up here. So Siri heard what I said. And so she's, yeah. She's she she I said yeah, I'm something sure she's apparently. Trying. Yeah. She's trying. All right, Let's so see. first story. We're gonna meet Caspa the Gwynedd. I get Gwynedd, I don't know where Gwynedd is, but it's somewhere in England. But we're gonna meet Caspa the Gwynedd Lama who's leapt into the new Guinness Book of World Records. 
So Caspa jumped over a hurdle of almost four feet, setting a world record and securing him a spot in the history books. And four feet doesn't sound very high. No, it sounds high. I don't think I could jump over something four feet. And You couldn't jump over something two feet. Yeah, llamas are not very, don't seem like they're very coordinated. So this They is don't seem like neat. a, um, like a, they don't seem like an agility animal. No, they're definitely not. This is, they're actually like one of the, like the only agility llama group in, in England, which is probably not hard to believe. <laughs> Or is it? Uh, yeah, I think Sue Williams is is the owner's name, and because I can, we're going to listen to Sue talk a little bit about Caspa because I can do it, and this is what we're going to do now. When people see how high Caspa jumps, they're absolutely amazed. They really just don't expect a llama to be able to jump the height that he jumps, and the fact that he loves it. They just they just makes everybody smile. Casper and I have been on the most amazing journey. When I think back to when I got Casper initially and he really didn't like people at all, he just presented a huge challenge to me and together we formed a really good relationship and I've learned loads and when I watch him in action and see how happy he is, I'm just such a proud mum. I really am a proud llama mummy. <laughs> yeah, so that's from Sue. And the, just the fact that we can do that, to me, is fun. And I wanted to play with my new toys, so that's what I did. I think the fact that you can do that is pretty cool. Yeah. Because that, that, that was not me. There there are things that are we, there are things that are you, and there are things that are me. That's well, definitely you, and that we. is really fun. It was fun. That's fun. Um, yeah, so I'll post a link to this story. And there's some a uh, couple of videos, or at least one video, where you can actually watch Casper do his jumping. It's pretty funny. I'm just scrolling and He's watching. cute. Yeah, so we'll we'll post that one down in the, in the uh, Canadian Canoes links. The other one, this one I think, there's a lot of questions around this one. The headline, uh, this one's actually out of Canada. Sheep block part of Highway 40. Montreal police called in as backup to direct... Wait, Montreal police called in as backup to directed traffic. So, a flock of sheep closed Highway 40 westbound this afternoon as Christophe Colomb Avenue after the pickup truck carrying them broke down. So... Apparently, I'm assuming they were in a trailer. I don't assume they're just like in the back in the, in the bed of the pickup truck because that doesn't seem like a great way to haul your sheep around. Um, but then it says, because the sheep were on the highway, the, I don't know how to pronounce this French word, the Surite du Quebec was called to corral them. I'm going to say the Mounties. We're just going to go with the, the Mounties were called to corral them. But the situation required backup to handle the increasingly congested highway, so the Montreal police were called as well. Police worked to deal with the traffic that had taken over the highway while the SQ gathered about 15 wayward sheep. According to the SQ's Sergeant Christine Colombe. Colombo? Colombe. Colombe. I don't think it was the first way you said it. Probably not. The situation <laughs> was handled quickly and everyone is safe and sound. The incident happened around 3.30 p.m. Saturday. So there's a lot of questions around this one. So I'm wondering, one, I'm... Again, they have to have been in some sort of a, tra- a trailer, like a carrier animal trailer, and not just the pickup. So when the pickup breaks down, why are the sheep now all of a sudden all over the road? Why didn't they just leave them in the trailer? Or were they actually in the back of this pickup, and when the truck broke down, they just jumped out? Why were the sheep on the road to begin with? 15, well, and do, and how would you fit 15 sheep in the back of a pickup? That, you that sounds like no, a lot of sheep in the back of a pickup. They, you, they'd Wouldn't stand they, up, they'd all fall out. You can't have sheep just standing in the back of a pickup. Like a, it sounds like a game of goat simulator. It like does, them, <laughs> just, 
this this whole story I, there's more to this story than they reported here because something something happened here i don't i don't understand if anybody has any thoughts or ideas let us on how know. you fit 15 sheep in the back of a pickup but they couldn't have been there's no you couldn't put one sheep in the back they're not a dog a dog can sit back there and they're a little more agile and they can not slide like, around not and... slide around they're gonna slide around a little bit too probably but to put a bunch of sheep i don't know i need to see pictures of what happened here this is all this is weird that's a lot of sheep well but it, i mean yeah i mean it's yeah, not that many sheep, especially if you've got a carrier. I mean, it's a lot of sheep, but anyway, I don't know. <laughs> so let us know if you have any ideas as to why these sheep were somehow on the road and not either in the pickup truck or in their trailer where they were should have been. Can you imagine that radio call? Like, I need backup for a sheep traffic you jam. A bunch of sheep all over the road. Get of- up here now. Bring your your hey Mountie. Get on your horse and come save the day. I don't. I don't get it. That doesn't make any sense. All right, so what do you think? Should, uh, let's go ahead and bind it off, Elise. I think we'll wrap up episode number 55. Again, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have any ideas as to why those sheep were all over the road, you can send us an email, podcast, at elisathearnisa.com. Um, follow Elisa on all her social medias. We've got all the, the Facebook and Twitter and all that kind of stuff is over on the Elisa the Arnisti. Elisa the Arnisti? Elisa the Arnista blog oh, we, website. you were doing so well i was just gonna say I'm how proud i was really well and then yeah at least they are nasty yeah so go over there upper right hand corner you can find all that fun stuff but until next week um I gotta, oh, hold on man i'm not used to this yet i gotta switch What's back to my on? sound there oh, we go boy. i had to switch back from the from my news video story back to my soundboard so thanks everybody for joining us thank you for downloading thank you for streaming i'm gonna go ahead and uh play this song in the background while we wrap it up and we're gonna i don't know where we're gonna eat tonight we don't have a plan yet i forgot to take out the chicken thighs because i was gonna make another nom nom paleo but it's too late now we'll figure something out anything so yeah maybe next week we'll let you know what we decided probably not so we'll talk to you all next week have a good one cheers I packed my rags and I left my bags down the